Hello and welcome to Paradigm Shifts with me, your host, Sergio Halabi. In this podcast, I aim to challenge your thoughts about what you used to believe to be real, how to define what real is, and what we can do about it. Now, this episode will be more of an introductory episode where we will talk about the nature of reality how it became a very important topic for me, how it had led me through a journey of research and study, and how it opened my eyes to more concepts that are usually not really talked about, considered taboo, maybe considered on the fantasy side, but we will try as much as we can to ground them, take experiences from people that I have met, I have talked to, or just general research that I have done. So let's not waste any more time and we dive right into the first episode, which is the nature of reality. Now, if I recall correctly, I believe that the first time that the notion of what reality actually is dawned to me was through the very popular and mainstream movie now which is called the matrix i was 14 at the time and that was around 20 years ago i remember that at first i wasn't really interested in watching the movie and i didn't watch it even on release date on the first weekend the second weekend i think i waited like a month or something to watch it however when i was watching it i do believe that i started thinking that there is something inside that movie, there is something within the message of the movie that is speaking to me. I just didn't know what it was at the time. And I do remember very clearly that I had left the theater that day and even though I didn't take much from it other than the basic of the story itself of the savior and Neo and the One and the Matrix and the artificial intelligence and the robots, I do remember that I started to look at the world differently and I started seeing things in a bit of a different way. I remember walking out thinking or realizing maybe at least on a subconscious level that something has changed in me, even though I didn't know what it was at the time. And I remember there were like a year passed before I was able to grab the movie again on a DVD. And yes, I am that old and there was i watched it for the second time and there was a line in the movie that stood out to me more than anything else that the movie had to offer and it was the scene where neo and morpheus enter the construct which is that white program that you see in the in the movie where they can download softwares into the brain or they can download weapons and such and such and The first time Neo entered that, and there was two chairs, he touched one and he looked at Morpheus and said, is this not real? And Morpheus looked back at him and said, what is real? How do you define real? If real is what you can sense, what you can taste, touch, smell, or see, then real is simply signals that are interpreted by your brain. And that had got me thinking, I remember for the second time when I watched that movie, 
that this message doesn't just define the movie itself, it defines our reality as humans. Because, yes, it is true, our senses, the five senses that are always interpreted by the brain, which are seeing, touching, tasting, smelling, and hearing, these five senses are simply what my brain is interpreting the world around it is. But that's not what the reality is. There's much more to it than we can see. Now, before we delve into that, I do remember there is a book for Plato and it's called The Republic. And within that book, there's a chapter called The Allegory of the Cave. And the cave is a metaphor of the human condition that can be interpreted in several different ways. However, I chose to see it in a specific light. Now, for those of you who don't know, the cave is a story of people who live inside it and are changed. They are born into slavery, in, in chains, and they always look at the back of the cave. So the way their bodies are tied to the ground with their hands, they can only see the back of the cave. They cannot see the front. And the book talks about how there's a light, let's say, imagine it like a fire, that is behind those people and as well as the fire there are other beings who are walking left and right now the people who are tied with the chains they can only look at the back of the cave and what they see is are shadows of those people walking behind them and it talks about how we as humans this is how we perceive our reality and there's a part of it where it talks about some people who are able to break free from the chains and they look around and they see other people who are stuck as well but when they look behind them they can see the lights and it is so beautiful and so overwhelming to finally see what reality actually is that they turn around to their friends who are still in captivity and try to tell them why don't you break from your chains and look behind with me because what you're looking at, which is the shadow, is not real. This is simply a shadow. The reality is the light behind us. But those people are so fascinated by the shadow because that's all they knew. This is the only reality that they have ever been exposed to that they start fighting for their own captivity and they start claiming that whoever turns around and looks is a crazy and they shun them away from society. Now, this story basically can be interpreted in many different ways. You can look at it from, from a society point of view where some people try to break traditions, some people try to break peer pressure, and so on and so on. However, the way I saw it was more related to the nature of our reality and how the truth is that we as humans and basically every other species within the third dimension we can only see fractions or shadow of what reality actually is. This plays into the very, very famous philosophical question that I read in my first year of university when I was taking a philosophy elective course. The question goes as follows. If a tree falls in the woods and there is no one next to it to hear it, does it make a sound? Now, when you first think about the question or the answer, it would be very easy or simple. Of course, it makes a sound. 
what kind of question is that? However, this is a question that has, you know, basically been the, the, the basis of philosophy for, for centuries. And I don't think anyone has actually been able to answer the question because it has so many different interpretations and so many different answers. The way I see it is that before we answer this question, before we answer whether the tree makes a sound, we have to ask ourselves, what is a sound? And a sound is simply vibrations when two objects meet at a certain force, they emit this vibration. And this vibration is released into the air and once it's picked up by a device that can interpret it, it becomes a sound. That device is usually our ear. The ear picks up this vibration, sends it into the brain, and the brain understands that what I just picked up is a sound. That means that in terms of what the nature of a sound is, it is simply vibrations, but it only becomes a sound when someone is next to it to interpret it. That puts a, puts a spin on a lot of things when we want to actually delve deeper into it. Now, we also know about the visible spectrum, for example, that we as humans can perceive light from 430 terahertz until 770 terahertz. This is the light that is emitted by our sun. Now, we know now, of course, that there's a lot more to this light and there's a bigger frequency that actually is emitted but we as humans and the eyes that we have possess can only see from 430 till 770 and 430 is basically the violet or the purple and 770 is the red and the entire rainbow of colors is within that spectrum this is why it's called the visible spectrum because this is the only thing that we can see however that is not what what other species can see we know about a lot of different species that can see at a much higher spectrum and at a much lower spectrum what does that mean when it comes to the nature of reality that means that not only are there things that we are incapable of perceiving but we define our reality only on the things that we perceive and not more than that which means that the reality exists outside of our spectrum whether it is a visible spectrum or auditory spectrum even on taste smell or touch all these frequencies that are being emitted towards us whether they come from the sun whether they come from different vibrations anything that is around us is always emitting vibrations that is the actual nature of reality it's vibrations and our brain can only function at a specific spectrum that we have come to call reality so within that notion this leads us to think about everything that exists outside of our spectrum how much is there really out there that we are incapable of perceiving this reality, check if you want, also applies to different species. And let's talk about something so simple as an eagle, for example. Now, an eagle, in order to be able to hunt the way they, it does, it needs a specific sight. And that is what is called the bird's eye view. Now, I'm sure you've seen a lot of photography that are called bird's eye view. And you see it's sort of this concave uh, image. 
where at the edge it's 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 more focused uh, in the middle and at the edge is more concave now with that said this helps the eagle hunt better it can catch preys in a better way it can locate different animals in a better way but from the psyche of an eagle from the persona of an eagle this is what reality is is so basically reality to an eagle is actually concave that's how the the brain of the eagle perceive things it doesn't know anything else it does not know that you can see something in a different way and you can see it through a bird's eye view so to, to an eagle that's what reality is we know that dogs for example they used to be we used to believe before that they can only see black and white but now we know that they can see a bit more than that they can see a little bit of the spectrum that we are able to see but not all of it and there is still the black and white that they can see which means that their own reality is made of that spectrum that they can see even the smell for example how many smells a dog can can sense that means that their reality is made of a lot more more smells than our reality does now knowing that this could lead us into a lot of amazing places actually and this is something very fascinating to me and i feel that it's 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 something that that can help us understand certain things that we weren't able to understand before now before and when i talk before i mean maybe centuries ago or thousands of years ago basically our ancestors were much more focused on the physical world they wanted to survive the physical world and they did not have time to to look at what is out there or to think metaphysically there is a joke i saw once in i i heard once in a ted talk and basically it goes like uh, why didn't our ancestors think of the metaphysical world and the answer to that is because if one of them sat on a big rock and started to think metaphysically basically he would be eaten within half an hour by some wild animal which is funny but also very true because they did not have time nor the luxury to actually think about this stuff so as humans our species has always been very interested in survival on a physical level because we did not master it now we have reached a certain age and maturity as as people that we no longer fear for our physical world yes there are diseases yes there are issues however as a survival mechanism that is embedded in us we no longer care about the physical world that's why i believe that there is this sort of shift in consciousness when it comes to humanity you feel like everyone is talking more today about the metaphysical world the subconscious world about vibrations and frequencies and out of body experiences near death experiences multiple world stuff that's because this is the next natural step in human evolution we have quote unquote mastered the physical world we no longer care about where we are going to sleep at night because we have a bed we're no longer going to worry about how to hunt for food because we can just go ahead and buy it so our focus is not on our physical survival anymore it has shifted more into the mental survivability 
and that to me is very exciting and I believe that we are living in very exciting times and me creating this podcast is a sort of a nod to this shift that we are going through to this consciousness awakening if you want that humanity is going through and regardless of whether we are talking spirituality religion these things are labels to me that that we have we will outgrow one day once we really understand what what we are capable of and what we are made of now given that this is the first podcast i i just wanted to talk in general about the nature of reality and how much the world there's a world that exists outside of our like i said spectrum of of perception and i hope that in future episodes i'll be able to discuss more deeply about certain experiences and certain aspects of our existence that are not usually talked about like i said so i'll be covering topics like near death experiences out of body experiences which i have went through myself i'll be talking about the many words theory which is one of the most interesting topics to me i'll be talking about the mandela effect and the theories i have around it and many other things so i hope that you will go on this journey with me and this is something that i'm really looking forward to thank you for listening to my first ever podcast of paradigm shift and you can get obviously you can get this podcast on any site of podcast that you get iTunes Spotify Google Podcasts and I'll be also uploading this to my YouTube channel paradigm shift it will be simply an audio for now hopefully in the future it will be more than that and also if you enjoy this podcast please go ahead and support me on my patreon page which you will find on my youtube channel or you can search for paradigm shift podcast so thank you so much and i'm very excited to take this journey and this new experience with you and i cannot wait to see where it will lead thank you and until next time